Forrester. Down the line to right. It's gone! Garrett Forrester walks it off for Oregon State! What happened? He just like benched like five of the starters, four of them were all Americans. Big hit pop. Did he just do it? Yes, he did. This is loaded in the NCAA tournament. And he sends a drive to deep right. Elko, Grand Slam. Beer showers him out. McGarry's 2 2 pitch to Lanzilli. Strike three called, and Virginia has completed a no hitter tonight. Pushes a bunch of third. James to first. He's out. Hello, college baseball fans. Welcome to episode three of the 2022 season, the 11.7 podcast. We finally have the whole squad here, all four of us. We got Dez, Stoney, Dimitri, and myself, all kind of on a little bit of liquid courage right now, you know, enjoying our Friday night recording. We're hydrating. We're going to need that liquid courage because we're coming with some hot takes and we're, we're discussing a lot of topics that may be sensitive in, to some fan bases. We're going to do our eight for Omaha. We're going to throw out some Golden Spikes favorites right now. And we're also going to pick our winners for each conference, or at least the top 10 conferences in our books. Um, we've been kind of talking before the show. We got everything planned out. It's going to be a good one. Glad to see Des decided to join us this week. But anyways. Yeah, it's all right. I was on the 10-day IL. 10-day IL. Look, okay. we're, we're locked and loaded. It's spring training. It's 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 you know we'll get dialed in here soon, no doubt. But I'm digging this little four box rotation thing we got going. If you guys want to watch the podcast, jo uh, join us on YouTube. It's the Apollo Podcast Network. Is that what it is on YouTube? Correct. Of course. Um. Or of course, you can always go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you guys get your podcasts. Um. We definitely appreciate you guys for listening. Um. Boys, I sent a screenshot in the group message about four days ago and we were up to set ranks number 17 out of all baseball podcasts going on i think we dropped a little bit to 22 uh, as of today but pretty impressive number one college baseball podcast and then number 17 to 22 baseball podcasts in general that's impressive shows that the the apollo partnership this year has worked a lot um people really like the additions to both Stoney and Dez. And of course, they always hate on me and Dimitri. So this is going to be a good, good season for us. Um, we got merch now. I'm wearing my 11.7 shirt. Got in the mail yesterday. Turned out great. If you guys want to get some of the 11.7 merch, go to ApolloHOU.com, go to the college base or go to the shop section. And then there's a little college baseball tab, I believe. Uh, it has tons of different choices, different color schemes. Everything you want for your favorite team. If you don't see your favorite team's colors, let us know. We'll add it to the catalog. Anyways, boys, does anybody have anything to say before we dive into our eight for Omaha picks? Mississippi State won the national We're going championship. Teams for Omaha first. We're going teams for Omaha first. Yeah. All so right. How do you guys then. want to do Texas this? Do you, want to, do you guys want to like alternate? We all pick one, or do we go no, through no, our list your of eight. eight? Pick your eight. All right, who has it's the balls to go first? Yeah. I'll go first. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna step up to the plate. I'll hit lead off. Um boys, I I caught myself. 
I'm going to just get out in front of this. I caught myself finding reasons why teams like Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Mississippi State would not make it to Omaha. So I think in my head, I was a little bit biased instead of trying to find reasons for them to make Omaha. So those three powerhouses are not on the list. Um, I think actually, well, one of the three is, but I have some newcomers here going to Omaha for the first time. Did a lot of um, extensive research. Dimitri, fix your microphone, Josh says. We did this last <laughs> week. This is your second warning. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and lead us off here. I think this is the year of the East Carolina Pirates. I know they lost Gavin Williams, absolute flamethrower who got robbed in the Vanderbilt Super Regional last year. They lost Connor Norby, the best pure hitter in college baseball last year, I believe. Um, but the East Carolina Pirates have just made 31 trips to a regional in their career and have never made it to Omaha. We've seen them come close probably half a dozen times now, getting to the Super Regionals, losing to Louisville, losing to Vanderbilt, kind of getting screwed with that um, Super Regional matchups. But this is going to be the year. They're going to finish the AAC, the American Conference, probably 45-10 and 10 this year, it feels like. And they're going to they're gonna be a regional national seed probably in the six to eight region. They're going to host a super regional. The Pirates are going to make it to Omaha behind our boy, Jake Kuchmanner, first ever podcast guest back in 2019. Uh, him and uh, I forget the, I forget his first name, but Wizenhunt is his last name. He's going to be an absolute stud. Probably my pick to win American Conference Pitcher of the Year. Um, their offense is deep. Bullpen is deep. I, I just don't see any reason why a team is going to go into the jungle at ECU and beat them in a super regional this year. Book it. Pirates lock for Omaha. Can I can I, can I just interject here? If you're going to break down yeah, every for sure. team, we're going to be here all damn night if you break it down. Okay. Team, I mean, that's fair. I'll, I'll shorten it up a little bit. I was just excited about East Carolina, man. No, I'll shorten it up. Yeah, big Pirates guy this year. Uh, so the second team, I think Louisiana Tech is on the right path. They hosted a regional last year. Got – what are you dogs diamond dogs hey hey, hey. The go diamond get you a bottle dogs. of water please go get you a bottle of water please dude listen <laughs> dimitri they had they hosted a regional at the love shack last year electric team they're returning some of their best pitchers um you know fincher and uh wharf two weekend starters they got matulia and krieger um in the lineup they were they got matched up with north carolina state nc state last year was the team of destiny until they tragically got killed off by the NCAA, but Louisiana by Tech, way, I expect way, them to host another regional. They're going to make it to Omaha this year. Did you see the NCAA baseball Twitter account have the audacity to post a picture of NC State and get your crew ready? They I have no like, feel, bro, dude. Like, <laughs> was that you, Dimitri, that chirped them? Was that you? Yeah. Oh, I was uh, chirping I mean, the shit out I, of I, I, That was amazing. That was powerful. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it was just, was they like, have no feel. Doing? Yeah, my national runner-up. Yes, my, my national literally champion. have <laughs> you literally had two hundred and seventy other teams to pick from, and you picked the team that you bent over, yeah. and did the bit like did them dirty. It's a disgrace. It's rough. Um, my third team for Omaha, the University of Texas. I think all in all, Des, just mute your headphones right now. But I think they're the most talented team from top to bottom. They're returning guys like um. Hanson and Stevens and Witt. Um, and then Hispanic obviously, Titanic. yeah, I was gonna say Ivan Melendez is back, the most intimidating guy in college baseball. Is that the, can we disagree? That's the best nickname. 
Action. all time. No yeah. doubt. I thought you guys were the ones that came up with it. Absolutely not. I no. wish. I oh, wish I thought Apollo did. We, we just started throwing it around. Maybe I mean, we, I'll take credit. Hey, we're going to no. take credit. That, that was our nickname. I was going to give you guys credit. Uh, next team, Stanford. Stanford had a young team last year. They really got hot towards the end of the year. Brock Jones might be a top 10 pick, just a big physical outfielder. Um, and then Alex Williams on the mound showed out in Omaha. I like Stanford coming out of the West. Um, and then we have Florida State. Florida State, I think, is going to be sneaky, one of the top teams in the country. Our boy, Alex Terrell, who hit the home run on top of the parking garage, fourth floor, he's on Florida State now. He transferred um, to a cross-state rival. And that's kind of what Florida State was lacking, was a big power bat. We know they had Matt Nelson last year. Um, but I like Florida State a lot. Parker, Parker Messick was ACC Pitcher of the Year last year. Um, he's going to be, he's back this year. I expect him to have a lot of success. Another ACC team I think that's going to make it to Omaha is Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech has had really, really good recruiting classes the last three years. And finally, these kids are juniors and seniors. Uh, Kevin Parada is going to be possibly the number one overall pick this year. Big power hitting catcher. Um, so I expect Georgia Tech to finally break the streak, get back to Omaha for the first time since, what, 2003? Um, and then my two SEC teams. I have LSU, and I know it's going to sound crazy, but Jacob Berry transferring from Arizona, following Jay Johnson to LSU. I, no offense to Palmineri, but I think Jay Johnson is going to absolutely light a fire up the LSU Tigers this year. They're going to play hard for him. The box is going to be rocking. I can see them hosting a Super Regional, making it to Omaha. And then last but not least, like I previewed earlier, between Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt. I was trying to find a reason to keep all three out. I couldn't, but I didn't want two of the three in there. I'm going with Arkansas. I know they just lost Peyton Paulette, um, but they do have a great grad transfer camp. Uh, let's see, Cam Lanzilli from Wake Forest, one of the best pit, pure hitters in the ACC last year. He's coming into that lineup. They got, you know, big hit Bob, Caden Wallace, Jalen Battles, uh, Slavens. I mean, up and down the lineup, they're going to produce so much offense. And I think they're going to come into the season with probably the biggest chip on the shoulder out of any team because of what happened last year in the Super Regionals, you know, being the best team in college baseball all season long and then losing to NC State. Those are my eight. And I'm sorry I dragged that a little longer. I was just getting hyped up and getting pumped for it. So who's going number two? Or actually, any thoughts, any, any kind of comments you guys want to say about my eight? I'm ready to defend the list. Your, your clock management was much better. No, I need that. That's that's why all three or all four of us are here. We're, we're holding each other accountable. When I get excited, someone say something. I'll ramble on for hours. I will too. Any uh, any comments? Any questions before we move on to death? All right, we'll go to Dimitri next. No, 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 no. We got to split it up. We got to go Apollo guy, and then we got to go back to an eleven. All right, well, then Stoney's up next. Hey, this is one team, one fight. We are the eleven point seven guys. We are all <laughs> Apollo guys. We're all eleven point seven guys. But, all right, uh, you probably expected this one. Mississippi State, uh, I just think they're just as good as last year. I think they lose a little bit of pitching, but then you get six or seven innings out of Landon Sims now on a Friday night what as opposed homer. to two or three. Yeah, 100%. Call me a homer. I guarantee you, you're going to have Miami in your list, Dimitri. So I'm not going <laughs> Save to. Save it. <laughs> but I think Mississippi State's just as good. I think the young guys are better this year. Um, I'm not worried about Mississippi State this year. I also have LSU. I think Dylan Cruz and all these 
younger guys. They got a year of experience. I think they're going to be just fine in the SEC. I think they are going to probably dominate this year. Tennessee is uh, is back. They're back in Omaha. The fans, they were there for a solid uh, 30 hours last year. I think they get a little bit longer stay this upcoming season, but I think I got Tennessee in there. Obviously, I've got Texas. They're, they're too good not to have in there. Um, my national runner-up from last year, NC State, they're back. They're back with a vengeance. I think they're, uh, they're angry. I think they're going to come with a full head of steam for the entirety of the season, not just coming out in the first month. I think they're going to just have a season of dominance in the ACC. Notre Dame. Welcome to the, uh, the Omaha Club. I, I see the golden helmets. I see home run Jesus hitting some bombs in, uh, in the summertime out there in Omaha and not TD Ameritrade. It's still Rosenblatt to me, but yeah, I got Notre Dame. And then I've hey, got it's two. Not even, it's not even TD Ameritrade anymore, buddy. Oh, they just changed it to what? The, the Schwab? Charles Schwab. The Schwab, baby. The Schwabies? Schwabs. <laughs> um, then I got, some two, I got two interesting picks to round it off. Got Long Beach State. I served bags. 2019, they, they beat up on Mississippi State in California. Um, I just, I have a good feeling. I got a good feeling about the dirtbags. And then uh, it looks like Apollo will be buying a duck because I got the Oregon Ducks. Quack, 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 quack. To round it off. 10 ducks. Yeah, might as well. I don't hate it. Listen, a duck named Apollo. Stony, I will say out of your list, I considered all all eight of these teams. I think we only have one team. The no, we have two teams the same. But teams like Long Beach State, teams like Oregon, NC State. I can't believe I didn't even put NC State in there. But they do feel like teams that are going to come in and build off of what they had from last year. Tennessee, I don't know, dude. Tennessee, I feel like peaked last year in in the hype. They're going to have to prove it again to me. But, you know, of course, Mississippi State, you can't go wrong. Uh, Notre Dame, there's something. They have steroids in those golden helmets, I swear to God. 100%. They put on a clinic last, last postseason hitting home runs. But, yeah, very respectable list. A lot of honorable mentions for me. Anybody have anything about Stoney's list that they want to duke it out with? I like it. Pretty good list. Respectable. Yeah. Compliment. Were there any, yeah. uh, Stoney, were there any teams that you were considering putting in that you didn't end up putting um, in? Obviously, you got to think about Vanderbilt, Arkansas. Um, there was one that was really interesting. I went back and forth with on uh, the Long Beach State and Oregon picks. I had another team in there that I, they're the ninth one that I was thinking about. I think it's going to be Texas A&M. Ooh, Schlossnagel first year. I, I, think they, uh, I think they turn it around this season and new coach. I think they have the pitching for it. I don't know. I. I've got a warm and fuzzy about A&M. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and look. I know they got a couple big-time transfer guys. I, I'm blanking on who they are. But Schlossnagel brought over some guys from the transfer portal. So A&M is going to be one of those teams. We've seen them have a lot of success in the ACC in the past. Sorry, SEC in the past. Wow. But I don't know. It, it, they're in just such a tough division, such a tough conference. For sure. They're going to have to prove themselves every weekend. SEC Schloss can like... sell the Bible to the Pope. As someone that has been <laughs> offered, uh, extended an offer from that guy and sitting on a, across the table with him, uh, yeah, that guy can sell I Esquo and the Bible to the Pope. That guy has that guy has it, and I think yeah. he. I hate. Uh, I'm don't. 
I'm gonna throw up. I hate saying he's gonna he's gonna get that A and M uh, baseball team back to them all probably sooner than uh, later. And if you look at the SEC West, pretty much all of them are uh, Omaha contenders except for Auburn and Alabama. The state of Alabama is just. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point. The SEC, besides Missouri, Kentucky, Auburn, Alabama, everybody else I think has a legitimate shot and like a legitimate goal of getting to Omaha. Uh, There's nothing else around it. But we've seen seen Auburn make it as a two-seed in a regional. I mean, they could get a little bit magic, but... Yep, they made it in 2019, but I, I just don't see it this year from either of them. Yeah. Dimitri, up next, man, hitting third. Hi. Uh I think Arkansas goes back. I think Arkansas gets to Omaha this year. Um Texas Tech, when they miss Omaha, I swear every time the following year they're in it. Everyone's always like, oh, Texas Tech didn't make it, well, but they're back. I think they're gonna be back in Omaha next year or this year. We talked about this year. Um LSU, this one is like it's on a silver platter for you to take them because if they make it, it's like it's like a no-brainer. But if they don't make it, you look like an idiot because, like, new new coach, new system, new everything. Like first year taking the team to Omaha, pretty like that doesn't happen very often. Um, Oregon State, I think they're gonna make it. And what is this um, like? Twenty seventeen. You're just reading the 2017. No, no, I really think, I, I really think, like last year, Oregon State showed flashes. They just were inconsistent. They would get really good, and then they would like lose two out of three to Fullerton, or lose two out of three to Long Beach. And you're just like, wait a minute, this team just swept Stanford a week in, a week ago, or swept Oregon, or whatever the case may be. They were they were in it till the end for the Pac-12 title with Oregon last year, and they just lost it. Um. UCLA, my other West Coast team that I think is going to be at it. They have a lot of new young, young new players coming in, transfers, blah blah blah. That's sexy. That's a sexy pick. Yeah, I'll I mean they had, they had the number one recruiting class. According say, to, I'll say, Dimitri, I'll, I'll yeah. pump you. That's sexy. I think like when you see teams that are either young or something, they're always like a good story for sports mm-hmm. media to talk about. And there's always that one team that like nobody, everybody slept on. Nobody in the top twenty-five. I don't think anybody anybody has UCLA in their preseason top twenty-five. UCLA is one of those teams in the past that you know, like they're gonna piss you off the first few weekends because they're gonna split a series with like Cal State Northridge and they're gonna have like uh, a go North Arizona. And you're gonna be like these guys suck, and then they're gonna get rolling middle of conference play. And I mean, John Savage does a great job over there coaching that team. He's had a lot of Omaha experience, so why not UCLA? I like that pick. So my last two teams both come from the same state. I think you need three more. I've got Arkansas, Texas Tech, LSU, Oregon State, Dallas Baptist, and UCLA. You didn't say Dallas Baptist yet. I DBU. Say, Damn it, old Dallas Baptist. I mean, there. why am I even do a list? I mean, Demetrius <laughs> just has my entire list. What are we doing? You Dallas wanted to go Baptist, last. Dallas Baptist. I was gonna try to pick one like mid-major team you know like because i hate i hate an omaha full of power five i always like i like a good story i like a team that doesn't have all the money but dallas baptist is the only team i can think of east carolina that if they get over the hump 
I will be gladly, I will gladly be wrong if East Carolina get over the hump, get to Omaha or Dallas Baptist or any of your Conference USA teams like Charlotte, Louisiana Tech. I, I will always be happy if they can make it. With the rosters so damn big this year and the whole COVID thing, and the whole, we talked about it last episode, the whole transfer, transferring, transferring to a bigger school. The big, big schools have the upper hand right now. They have. They have backup guys. Their backups are starters at a lot of these schools. They're front-end three-hole hitters or Friday night guys. So I think this year it's going to be really hard for small schools to make it. But at the same time, your small schools are going to have a lot of depth, so they, they might have a chance. But anyway, my final two come from the same state. I told you that I wasn't going to pick one of them, but what's a fan? What's a fan when you don't have faith in your own team? Miami and Florida are my final two. Florida, I'm telling you right now, they're going to be good. They're going to be good. Last year, they had a bunch of boneheading mistakes, stupid thing. They were playing around with their rotation all year. They couldn't figure it out. Leftwich went from a starter struggling to a dominant bullpen arm. Um, they They just, you know, like when you're inconsistent, it's hard to get rolling. In Florida, they might have lost a couple guys here and there, but I think you can't sleep on Sully. You can't sleep on Sully. That guy gets them boys right. So Florida and Miami, Miami, there's just something going on down there right now. Basketball team number one in the ACC. Football team's got crystal ball in there. I think, and they've got a new AD coming from Clemson. I think just the water, the vibes are good down there. And I think Gino DeMare knows if he doesn't win, if he doesn't have a good year, he's on the hot seat because Miami baseball should never it should be hosting a regional every single year going to a super regional. So I think Miami, I think they're going to have a little shit in their neck. They're going to be young. They have a couple prospects. I don't know if you remember, Ben, that lefty, Palmquist. Yeah, Palmquist. was like 95 from literally side They on. moved him to the starting rotation this year. I know. And it's going to be like Landon Sims where you're just like. Nightmares. Don't, I don't, don't know, dude. Going to a starting role is really difficult. It's really difficult to come go from a no matter even if you can go three four innings out of the bullpen, it's a different mentality. It's a different preparation. It's it's difficult. People and forget so, like, that. Landon like for me, the... I think Landon Stim's going to struggle in the rotation. Like a lot of people might come at my head for this and think he's going to really struggle. People forget Not, he was a weekday starter last year or two years ago. He's he's gonna struggle because he found his identity, which is 110 percent balls to the wall, adrenaline in the eighth, ninth inning. And now you gotta you gotta learn how to pick the first, second, and third inning. No adrenaline. Kind of basically, your mindset is I need to get to the fifth, sixth, seventh inning. It's difficult. I'm telling you. He's or is when you don't got Palmquist, it. I think yeah. Palmquist will struggle too in the beginning. Will they be good at the end? Sure, they very well be, but they're gonna struggle. In my opinion, no, you're you're right. It's going to be tough for for guys to make the transition from a reliever to a starting role. But you got to remember, Kevin Copps did it last year in the in the super regionals. He threw on Friday in relief and then went through nine inning or eight innings in the super regional two runs. So, yeah, it's possible. But 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 when it's a one time thing, it's different because it's also the end of the season. To your point, Dimitri. So. He was locked and loaded at that point. So, um, but but I was gonna, let me add on to that the whole Kevin Cobb thing because everyone was like, "Holy shit, this guy's a closer." He did three nine innings. 
when when teams don't have much of a game plan against you, because you know all these hitting coaches, they look at their the next day start and they say, hey, listen, three pitch guy, fastball change up like the pitch behind, like the pitch ahead, will hammer you early, blah 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 blah, whatever the case may be. When they have data or film or whatever to say, hey, listen, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna attack this. Cops basically just made a one start and, and he just dominated. If he does that two or three more times in a row, tip my cap to him. But that's hard to do. You know that. Yeah, but also they had a ton of data on cops. He threw six innings a weekend pretty much. Three on Friday, three on Sunday. He did it all week. So, I mean, his stuff was just nasty. Landon Sims has the same thing, like just nasty stuff. Two points I'm going to make about your list, Dimitri. I love the Dallas Baptist call. They were one inning away from making it to Omaha last year until Virginia pulled off that miracle. But with Florida, Florida was another team I tinkered with putting them into, into Omaha. They have Judd Fabian coming back, who's was a first-round pick last year, ended up getting drafted in the second round, comes back this year. He's going to anchor. But Florida's going to be very young. They had a great recruiting class, but they're going to start like two or three freshmen, two or three sophomores. And the pitching rotation didn't show me a lot of great things from last year. They're returning a lot of those guys. And something I forget about is Florida did host a regional last year, even though we all kind of wrote them off as a disappointment. That's still really impressive. Have, yeah. They, yeah. That's fair. The, that they looked They're like an SEC team. bias regional and super regional setup. So, yeah. and, was, they were and one more be- thing Miami. I don't know what it is about Miami, but for some reason, they always have players that don't have these long write ups, these long. Um, like hype build up around him. And these are some of the most explosive and, and electric guys in college baseball. Every time they get on the big stage, you're like, whew, these guys can play. They're fun to watch. But you never see a lot of preseason hype for them. I guess last year they had some hype. They would they start the year? Like two or three against Florida? They were up there. Yeah. I mean, they, they yeah. were the number one team at one point. They ended up beating Florida two out of three. After like the yeah. first weekend, right? Yep. It was like the second or third week, yeah. and they were they ended up being number one team in the country. At the big mm-hmm. beat. But you know the thing is about my list that I don't like? I have one ACC team, and it's Miami. But if I actually look at the <laughs> ACC, if I had to pick one team, it wouldn't be Miami. You know what I mean? Well, it doesn't like, always work out the way – like, to get to Omaha, it doesn't always work out the way yeah, the best saw, teams are. It's Arkansas whoever's... didn't make it last year. It's whoever's hot at the right time and gets a good I know, matchup. I know, but it's like it's like I feel like between NC State, Notre Dame, Miami, Georgia Tech, and even Virginia, and yeah, North Virginia, Carolina, Duke, Virginia Tech going to be pretty good this year. Um, Didn't Duke win nineteen straight games to end the season last Duke, year? Duke Duke yes. was on fire last year too, and you're just like the ACC is too good. And if I had to pick one, I don't think Miami would be my number one pick. But when I'm making my top eight, it's like, why not? It's like it's weird. It's weird. It's like two different things. Anyway, anyways, Des, you're hitting cleanup. Round yeah, us up. Absolutely, last one to order. Um, no, I think you guys made a really good point last week, and I want to touch on it before I jump into my chalk stack. But the the aspect of the portal, right? Like all these teams are getting mercenaries and dudes to to plug and play. But it's these other teams that haven't really attacked the portal that have all these COVID super seniors and all these guys that have gone to war and they've been in the trenches for you know four or five years. That is a uh, a factor that you can't weigh that in an Excel sheet when you're doing the analytics of of baseball. 
you're going to get teams that get hot. We just talked about teams that got hot right at the right moment, but I, I just see there's going to be a lot of chaos in the sense of like teams with with all these super seniors, and they just kind of hey, this is our last ride. Probably not going to get drafted. Probably maybe get a spring you know spring training invite, a, a minor league deal, whatever it is, and they play together. So I think that's a big wild factor that we'll be able to talk through throughout the year. Um, but saying all that, I'm going to go chalk. Um, my my only <laughs> sexy pick was dbu and D- dimitri took that from me so uh we're gonna start off with dbu i think i don't know i, I think they're dudes like you said they're they're so close last year um the omaha's on their minds they're gonna run through that door uh lsu i i think all four of us took lsu now um yeah, we're so fine. we can pretty much scratch or we can just off, say but... lsu's not making it so <laughs> not making it, no. <laughs> it's never a good thing never uh i got vandy just vandy being vandy until they uh we figure out all that scholarship stuff arky uh i think arkansas uh, i'm I'm partial with Jalen battles being a good friend family friend so i'm gonna pick with my heart there um texas tech like dimitri he nailed it it's like when when they're not in omaha that following year it's just pencil them in book the flights all of it it's already chaos in west in west texas we had Chris Beard going there this week in basketball and, and Texas, Texas is looking to have a fight. That's going to transfer over the baseball season. Uh, NC State, our, our true champion uh, of the season last year, not not this not this Mississippi State thing. NC State, I got them in. Obviously, hey, I got hey, my horns. Hey, I'm with you. Thank you. Interrupt. Thank you. No, my true champion. One true I, champion. I can't hear you. Any. Uh, I got Texas, obviously. Uh, I'm worried because I just I've been Charlie Browned with Texas sports for the last decade. So, um, but they got dudes uh, and they got a staff that uh, this is Pierce's best team. And I don't know why the the Texas faithful always puts Pierce on this artificial hot seat. He does it every single year. He gets them in contention. He has a really good team. He gets the best out of the boys. And so my last spot, I have four teams kind of jockeying that spot. I have Mississippi state, Notre Dame, Stanford, and Florida. Um, I'm gonna cross off Mississippi State right off the bat. They've been on they've been on Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon on this victory lap on this asterisk season. Let's cancel them out. Um Florida, I, I wanna believe, I really do, but I can't. So their Florida's gone. So it's it's either touchdown Jesus or, or the Stanford Cardinal. Books or Bible, I'm gonna go books and Stanford's will be my final. I'm probably going to hell for saying that. Books over Bible. Books over Bible. Wow. Way to Stanford wrap it up in. right there. Um, one thing I want to say about Texas Tech, a hot take here. I don't think Texas Tech's going to be any good this year. Woo. They lost Micah Dallas to Texas A&M, who was going to be their best pitcher. Um, I don't know. It just it doesn't feel right. It feels like almost an end of an era, what Stanford did to them last year in a Super Regional. My hot take of the year, Texas Tech finished – Middle to the bottom of the Big Twelve. I, I, I'm not seeing it this year. For Tadlock me. just got a lifetime contract, and you're saying exactly. they're on a downspin. He's getting comfortable over there. I, I like the takes for having a day. Right, um, Des, you're the only one to take Vanderbilt. Way to stand on a nice pedestal look, there. And... Sometimes you got to step up and just voice your opinion. I think look, sometimes somebody's got to take the underdog. You know, look, it's not about me. Yeah, <laughs> it's not about me. It's about hey, the Commodores. Underdog, yeah, true the real underdog. underdog. It's yeah. not about me. Hey, it's not about me. It's about school, Vanderbilt. You have to be smart. I don't know. If you're gonna take an underdog from Nashville, go ahead and take Belmont. Eh. Yeah. Take um, Lipscomb. How about that? Yeah, but or, or Siena. 
All right, Ben, give me your top eight again. So I have Louisiana Tech, East Carolina, Arkansas, Texas, Stanford, LSU, Florida State, Georgia Tech. Stoney has Mississippi State, LSU, Tennessee, Texas, NC State, Notre Dame, Long Beach State, Oregon. Demetri, you had Arkansas, Texas Tech, LSU, Oregon State, UCLA, Dallas Baptist, Miami, and Florida. And Dez, Dallas Baptist, LSU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Texas Tech, NC State, Texas, and Stanford. Books over Bible. Print the shirts Books now. over Bible. <laughs> That's good. Put it on a t-shirt. Yep. Love it. Now we're going to move into the Golden Spikes watch list. I wrote down 12 names off the top of my head. Damn. Because I've been, I've been put, like, I don't know. This is the time of year I get obsessed with college baseball, and I've been doing a ton of research. It's going to be hard for me to narrow this down to five. So I'm going to leave out some obvious ones, like Dan- Landon Sims, I'm sure Stoney will take. Um, but there, Don't and give J- me of anything. So I'm going to give three locks that I know are going to have incredible seasons, and I'm going to give two wild cards that people might not know about. So one of my locks, Kevin Parada, Georgia Tech's catcher, junior this year. He's going to be a top 10 overall pick. A lot of power, great pop time. He's everything you want. Kind of reminds me of, oh, man, I'm forgetting his name. Georgia Tech catcher, plays for the Giants now. He was number two overall pick in 2019. What is his name? Come on. Come on, Ben. Uh, it'll come to me. Anyway, okay. so Kevin Parada is is going to be number one on my list. Brock Jones, I touched on him earlier. Stanford outfielder. I saw he put on an absolute clinic in Omaha last year. Went to Stanford on a football scholarship. Now he's the best baseball player. He's going to do really well in the Pac-12. And then Jacob Berry from LSU is my third lock. Those three guys, you can't go wrong with any of those three. My two wild cards. Joey Bart. Thank you, Josh. Je- Producer Josh always stepping up clutch yeah, here. But Joey he didn't, Bart. He didn't go in 19. 20, maybe? Logan, I just looked it up. The Logan, Logan Watt was the Giants' second round pick. Joey Bart must have been either 18 he was or 18. Yeah, he was 18. So. But yeah, Kevin Parada reminds me a lot of him. And then my two wild cards people might not know about. Um, one, Zach Nito, who was up there with our mid-major player of the year last year from Campbell. He does it all. Superstar shortstop, can close on the mound. He's going to be an absolute electric factory in the Big South this year, um, looking to build off of an incredible year. And then Austin Knight from Charlotte. Austin Knight was a transfer from Tennessee two years ago, walked into Conference USA last year. I believe he was Conference USA Player of the Year, hit 27 or 28 doubles, 12 or 13 home runs, hit about 350. It blows my mind that he's still at Charlotte. He could be starting at any SEC any ACC or Big 12 school, um, he's going to put up stupid numbers this year in Conference USA and build off what he did last year. So those are my five. And there's a few more I want to touch on if you guys don't pick them, but I'll move it, uh, we'll move it on to Stoney. Uh, Golden Spikes, Jace Jung, Texas Tech. He's, I think he hit like 360-something last year, which is unreal. I... I He's got pedigree. I, with I trust the him. Thickest eye black I've ever yes. seen. <laughs> and I, I trust him fully with, with my four brain C's and my heart. Thick. Yes. Thick. 
I trust him fully. So Jace Jung, he's going to be in the top five. I, I think you can book that one. Also from the Big 12, I'm going to take the Hispanic Titanic, Ivan Melendez. I, I think he'll play enough first base to where they're like, okay, he played enough defense. Um, kind of like the MVP award in the MLB. Like, ah, he's a DH. I don't know. I think he just hit so many home runs this year. I really do. I The last year um, in Omaha, in the rain, right before the uh, the rain delay, and he hit just an absolute piss missile off of Parker Snett. I think it just continues. He's he's good. He's really good. And then, uh, surprise, surprise, three SEC picks upcoming. Um, I'll go ahead and get the Mississippi State ones out of the way. Landon Sims, Logan Tanner. I won't say anything about Landon Sims. I've already talked enough about him. But uh, Logan Tanner. He was a he was going to be a first round pick out of high school as a pitcher and decided to come to school to catch. I think he's an probably the best defensive catcher, and I think his hitting was almost all the way there towards the middle of the season, end of the season last year. I think he puts it all together this year. I, he's gonna I think he's going to be a top ten pick, so I think he's going to have a monster year. He's going to be behind the dish, and then when he's not behind the dish, he's going to play DH. So he's going to play every weekend. He's a stud. And then Dylan Cruz, Alex Bregman loves this guy. He's going to be 1-1 next year. Uh, I think that's an easy pick. I think two of these are incredibly chalked by me because they're Mississippi State. But I don't know. Big 12 and SEC, they they rule college baseball throughout the regular season. And most of the time, they rule Omaha. And the best players come out of there. And that that's that's what I have faith in for the Golden Spikes Awards. Yeah, I mean, powerful list there, Stoney. Um, one thing... <laughs> One thing that's tough with the with the Golden Spikes, some of these guys you have like Jace Jung and Melendez, Sims, T- actually all of your guys, are they going to split votes almost? Like they're going to have to be so much better than some of their incredible teammates. Like Cruz is going to have to outperform uh, Morgan and 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 uh, what's his name, Jacob Barry, yep. things like that. Uh, Landon Sims and, and Tanner Allen are they? Uh, or sorry, Logan Tanner. Wow. Tanner Allen, also a legend. Yeah, yeah. no, but Lynn Sims and Logan <laughs> Tanner, like, are they going to be that much better than their own teammate? I believe um, so. Ivan Melendez, I mean, big, powerful guy, but are they going to pitch to him? Like, who's going to hit behind him? I, I like your list a lot, but I think there's a lot of split votes, I guess you could say, with the Golden Spikes. They might not even be the best player on their own team at the end of the year. It's fair. So. His list, his list was basically mine. <laughs> I had I I had Ivan Melendez, I have Jace Jung, I have Logan Tanner, and then my last two, he didn't have. So basically, my first three were he what he had, which is fine. That that gives me confidence that maybe they were good picks. Um, but like you said, splitting votes, blah blah. But we all know your first team, your second team, whatever your your high players, 50% of them will not even be relevant by the end of the year. They might be draft relevant, but they won't be Golden Spikes relevant. They're going to hit 275, 280. They're not going to be frontline guys. They're going to still be good players, but people forget about them. That's just how it works. Brock Jones from Stanford. The dude, the dude, just, it's like just the way you see him hit, you just know he knows mm-hmm. how to hit. He's big, he's athletic. He just got big Danny forearm. He just he just got like the package of, of what you look in a, a big league hitter. I'm not saying he's gonna be a big league hitter. He can be, but I'm just saying he's got that look. He's got the look. And then my last one is Tyler Locklear from VCU. 
he is kind of like a Zack Nito, like just mid major guy, but dude, he absolutely breaks. If you saw his numbers last year, they were they were stupid. He was almost four hundred, fifteen home run, twenty home run, and like sixty, seventy RBI. You were just like, dude, who is this guy? Um, so I could be a, a total miss. I can miss the whole damn board with Locklear, but hey. I'm going to give him a, Dude, a chance. I don't think you're going to miss with Locklear. He was he was written down on my list as well. I was hoping one of you guys would take him. I remember watching him in the Mississippi State Regional last year. Dude, he swings the bat like it's a toothpick. He's going to have some real juice this year. Love those picks. Des, once again, you want to round us up? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the guys that I have that are, are chalky, but I think we'll – will be the focal point of the team, right? Cruz, Jung, and Jones. I, I think those are guys that just flat out going to be there at the end, be all Americans and lead their respective teams. Um, this is, this is, I think this is my guy this year, Brooks Lee from Cal Poly. Uh, I, I, I've seen a lot of swings, but I love this kid. He's a shortstop. He's going to get votes. I, I just think this guy can do it. Um, that's my fourth. And then my fifth, I gotta go, I gotta go horn centric. So I want to go big, big dick Pete Hansen, right? As my guy. But I think there's a lot of people that are really bullish, and it may just be a, a Texas thing, is this Zane Morehouse kid. Um, he's coming back off injury. He's gonna be a dude for Texas. And I think he I don't know how they're gonna utilize him. I don't know if he'll be in the rotation or they just keep him in the pin and be a high leverage guy. But if he's a high leverage guy. For Texas as a number one team in the country, he could be our Landon Sims this year in the sense of, hey, it's this he's a dude. We're sending him out there every game and every, every high leverage spot. And that gets a lot of votes at the end. So he's kind of on the fringe, but I'm going to end up going big dick Pete Hansen instead. Oh, you switched it up hey, on us last second. Pitch, hey, speaking of pitchers in the Big 12, we cannot sleep on Justin Campbell from Oklahoma State. Oh, he's threw a, a no oh, hit, yeah. Threw a no-hitter yeah. last year with an yeah. Avron Horde. Yep. Work, work workhorse um for the pokes and dude he's coming back in the and they got new experience. pennies yes i mean dude right, you right. have no, oklahoma state was actually one of my other omaha sleepers also but i um, think i wonder what is... oh go ahead dimitri sorry no no it's fine it's not important go ahead <laughs> i was gonna say i wonder what kind of odds vegas would give you on a morehouse golden spikes probably a thousand to one i'd throw a dollar on it yeah, maybe ten. Dollar to win a thousand. Maybe ten. Maybe I, I've got know. one sleeper. I do want to. Let's hear it. Enrique Bradfield Jr. from yeah. Fandy. He still sixty bags. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He just he doesn't have the power to do it. He I thought he would do it, but he doesn't have. Bags. You need power to win a Golden Spike. You need to throw gas. A lot of strikeouts and home runs are the two biggest things, in my opinion. I, dude, I'm going to disagree with dude. you. I'm going to disagree. Because you remember Corey Ray developed a lot of power his junior year from Louisville. He was the same kind of player as Enrique Bradfield, stole a lot of bases, hit a lot of doubles. His junior year, he ended up hitting 14, 15 home runs. I could see Enrique Bradfield developing some power for this sophomore year. And you know he's going to go 60 for 61 in stolen bases. He's an automatic stolen. He's a video game. So I like that sleeper pick. I think Corey Ray had a way bigger build than Enrique Bradfield. I mean, he's tiny, dude. Corey dude, Ray is let me, tiny. Let me let me look at Corey Ray. He's 5'10", 180, maybe. Pretty sure Bradfield um, hit a home run against Mississippi State in the regular season last year. 
he did. Um, so a couple names we did not throw out there that I was kind of expecting. Judd Fabian from Florida. He was a Golden Spikes favorite going into last season. Still hit 15 or 16 home runs last year for the Gators. He's going to be a first-round pick. He's explosive at the plate. I like him as a sleeper. And then how did we forget Alex Toral? Going to that Tor- short porch Tor- at Florida Toral. State. Toral. Like Doral. You know it's bad when Dimitri like tells me how to pronounce something. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Alex Toral. Go into Florida State, short porch and right field. He's going to look so good in those gold uniforms. Wouldn't surprise me if he hit 25 homers this did, year. Did you think he's going to look good in that gold uniform? Oh, yeah. Disgusting. Absolutely repulsive. Gross. Golden Garnett, disgusting uniform up there. Trailer Hathi. We uh, we disagree on that. Any other names you guys can think of for potential way, golden spikes? Corey Ray, six foot one ninety six. If you think that's so, small, I don't know. Dimitri, you what. know just as much as I do. You get yourself two inches and ten pounds on the on the Enrique stat, Bradfield, I mean, on the Enrique but he has, he has the Vandy. Hitter. He has the Vandy the Vandy swag and politician and votes. You know, and the uniforms are very slimming. Yes. Okay, but Enrique Bradfield not gonna is not a dude. Stop, stop. I'm not entertaining hey, this right now. Pick. It was a sleeper pick. He's number it's six. It's a bad sleeper pick. If you might as well call it a dormant pick because you don't wake up. Hey, when he steals sixty bags and has twenty triples next year, I don't want to hear you crying about it. Come at me then. Come at me then. I'm not worried. And about I'm not it. gonna cry because that's my sleeper pick for Omaha that Man. no one else took. <laughs> So, yeah, they're, they're the public. Story. Vanderbilt, small school, you know. Um, I'm surprised nobody said big hit Bob. Yeah. He he's got the clutch gene. I know Dimitri's not a huge fan. He thinks he's a little overrated. Whoa, but... whoa, whoa. I don't I I I don't that's not that's not what I said. I just said I don't think he's as good at advertising. Yeah, overrated. That's what it means. It's yeah. Okay, <laughs> you know definition. what? It, overrated. Clip it, whatever. Bob Moore is overrated. Oh man, wow. you're just gonna fuel his fire now. Wow. Jesus, man. You we just didn't give a bottle. shit what we I just think. killed the bottle because of that. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I mean, dude, no, dude no if, free ads, if, but well, if we're gonna send some bottles. Yes. The day what label? Here, Black label, blue label, <laughs> red label. Antique 107, red label. Oh, nice. Yeah. The day a player is motivated because of something I say means I've made it. So <laughs> yeah. I could care less. I could care less. You'll be the Skip Bayless of this show. Um, all right, let's let's that's really let's offensive. wrap up the show with uh, the ten conference, our ten conference winner picks. The ten conferences are going to be, in our opinion, the the best ten conferences: SEC, Big Twelve, ACC, Pac twelve, Big Ten, Conference USA, American, Sun Belt, Big West, Missouri Valley. Let's start at the bottom here. Let's let's tease our listeners a little bit. Start with Missouri Valley. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Does anybody have anybody else besides Dallas Baptist? If so, please share. Thank DBU. you. <laughs> I think if there, if there is a sleeper, Southern Illinois, they started the year 19-0 last year. They fell off. Um, the only Indiana team, State. The only team I would say I, I think could be pretty good, Indiana State. Mm-hmm. But they're not even on the same level as Dallas Baptist. No. Um, let's go to the other conference that I think we're going to have unanimous: the American Conference. Please say anything if you have o- anything other than East Carolina. A lot Silence. of chalk. A lot of chalk here. 
I think Tulane and maybe Houston, they have talent. But oh, Can I say something about Tulane? Can I say something about Houston right after that? <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so, gonna... so that's his point. You guys, let, we'll talk about the American men. All right, let's do it. But no, I just go, let's to go back I... to the beginning. Start with the SEC. Get it out of the way. The big elephant. I was just saying, U of H has a has a has a problem. They're not gonna. They need to figure. They need to figure things out internally. Okay, and that's I'm coming here. straight from Apollo Des, the insider of Houston Media. So wow, I'm gonna write that down. I'm carrying over my grudge from Tulane. I said I was gonna let it go last year, but I'm still upset at the way they treated Duty Noble. I'm out on Tulane. Cry me a year. fucking river, dude. Cry what about the way Duty Noble treated Tulane? Cry me a An river, asterisk dude. championships, and he wants to cry. You don't say yeah. fuck what are we you doing to the, here? The people of Starkville. That's all I'm saying. Braden Olthoff was so nasty. You guys dude thought. Went to Tulane, rolling 86, 87 miles an hour with gyro balls, absolutely shit all over your lineup. You're going to cry 100%. about it? I don't, no, I'm not talking about that guy. I'm talking about the guy that slammed his foot on the home plate and then went and pointed at the stands and said, fuck you to all the Mississippi State fans. Good for him. Good for him. I yeah. did a it man for the rest stand of up for something. Yeah. He stood up I'm for the carrying rest over of the, the grudge. Imagine what he was not hearing my in the box. Chance, carrying over the grudge. Not my That's all I know. Is what he said when he stomped on home plate. Hey, this happened in like March. I, but he predicted it. Oh, he I predicted know what happened. He knew it. February. It was February, wasn't it? I don't care. I'm happening. carrying over the grudge, and no one can stop me. That's all I'm saying about two. Hold friends. that grudge because that guy did what the rest of the country would love to do. Hey, bring it on. Amen. National champs. Hey, I'm a, I'm a huge Lamonis fan. He's got great, great blood, just like I'm, me. Like I've talked to him before. I love the guy, but he went to the wrong school, so I don't. I I, hey, I can't. His dad him. went there. You know, Lamonis. He's he's a great American troop. You know, Citadel graduate. Great man. I'll talk I like that too. I like so American too. ECU, yep, and DBU. Right. Let's so, go yeah. Big West now. Big West, Wait, I think, is on, wide hold open. Hold on, go all the way back to the beginning. SEC, Dimitri, I you, think he you wants were to not tease. listening. I think he wants to tease. You were not listening. We're teasing it. We're going from bottom play. to top. Yeah, hey, you'll never heard of SEC. Okay, because yeah. you know very well that most of our <laughs> listeners are SEC, Big Twelve, ACC. After we review those, they're going to cut the episode off. So. So why yeah. hold them around for any longer? Who gives a shit about the rest of our picks then? Oh, I mean, that's your cool. opinion. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are you a team guy or what? Um, All right, let's go. Mountain. All right, Big West. I think it's wide open. There's six teams I looked at that could potentially win it. I'm going to go with the Dirtbags. I, I like what Stoney was saying about them. Preseason ranked. They're building, finally building back that legendary program in the 80s and 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, they... Made a coaching change a couple of years ago, and, and they've looked good ever since. So I like Long Beach State. Am I up? Yeah. All right. I'm going a, I'm to a take UC Santa Barbara. I know I picked the dirtbags for Omaha, but I think UC Santa Barbara wins the regular season title. They were good last year. I think they fell off towards the end. Hey, Ben, are you writing all these down? Yep. Okay, I'm going to stop typing them. You just send me a picture later, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, will you send me a picture of the notes? Yeah. After class. Ben notes. Ben notes are very nice, but their legibility on those things are rough. Terrible. It's questionable. Oh yeah. Dude, it, it's like third grade writing. Like Well, I mean, I haven't I haven't signed very many autographs. I haven't picked up a pen hey, other than that. So Ben's handwriting looks like he started learning cursive but never finished learning it. That dude, that's a great way to put it. Uh, if I showed you my notes right now. 
I mean, it is it is half cursive. It is half-ass cursive. That's all it is. It's better than mine where I'm making a list and then Dimitri's just naming everything I'm writing down. I'm like, fuck, and I'm just... <laughs> just I'm, just right, more, right, I'm, just I'm gonna stop typing. Okay, yeah. Ben. So we're so um Stoney, you just picked um Santa Barbara for the Big West. Correct. I am going. Damn, dude, this is tough. Gauchos or dirtbag. And you know what? I just I really wanted to pick Fullerton because of nostalgia. I love Fullerton. Do but it. I'm going to go with the Gauchos because they finally have lights in their stadium. They can finally play night game. And I have a former teammate of mine who's the director of baseball operations there, I think. Um, shout out to Hakami, but I'm going to go with the Gauchos. You think he's your friend or you think that he's still there? He's my friend. I'm not his friend. <laughs> That's an acquaintance. <laughs> I'm going to start using that more often. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, sure. Can we talk about the Big West have maybe having the best mascot names? Yes. No doubt. I, I love mean, the Big 100, West. 100%, right? Mm-hmm. Like unanimous? I'm going Anteaters. I'm going Irvine. Wow. That's, those are my guys. I may fuck around buying Irvine. I love Irvine. I mean, I Irvine. Love Irvine. Buy an Anteater if we... Uh, buy an Anteater. Can you yeah, buy those? Make a run. Are they on, like, the black market? Uh, that there? may be an exotic buy, so... Tiger King. I mean, it yeah. would still be better than an Uncle Eater. That's for sure. <laughs> Ooh. A what? Ooh. Oh. An uncle eater. <laughs> that's, that's the opposite of an anteater. I'll, I'll spell it out for you. It was a dad Damn, joke. He's getting that. those dad yeah, jokes. Wow. <laughs> joke the, the dad jokes in early and often. So no love for Cal Poly. No love for Fullerton. I gave. Hey, my Golden Spikes guy was a Cal Poly. Not about ben, it. Ben, little flashback. Do you remember the day we got that DM about all the shit going on at Fullerton? No, it was Long Beach State. It was Long Beach. It was Long Beach. They it was like their coach was getting fired. We broke the news. Nobody credited us, but Classic. we trusted that DM. It came out to be 100% accurate. So They were they were burning dudes' eligibility over no reason. Kids were hurt. They weren't allowed to not play. They, they were making them play. Dude, it was, that was like, seems like forever ago, because Long Beach, like, whole new culture, whole new program, it feels mm-hmm. like. Um. Let's move on to the Sun Belt. It's a conference that Coastal has dominated in the last five years. But we saw South Alabama win it last year, and they played well in the regional at Florida. There's a lot of teams in the conference that I like. I'll dabble with. Texas State's one of them. Um, Georgia Southern's one of them. But I would be silly not to pick Coastal, so I'm going to go with the Chanticleers. Too much talent. I'm going to skip Stony real quick. Coastal. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. I'm going to go coastal. I'll be, I'll be the uh, non chalk guy. I, I wanted to really say Louisiana Lafayette just cause I love saying that every single episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, you can't say Lafayette anymore. Yeah. It's just, La- just, it's Louisiana. just Louisiana. Yeah, I know, pages. but I, I, I'm a I'm a man of history, so Louisiana Lafayette. Some sure. of the best fans and one of the coolest stadiums in college baseball. I love whenever they have games on ESPN Plus, and like right behind home plate, there's just a party going on with all these just rowdy Cajuns, or I guess you would say raging Cajuns. Raging Cajuns, <laughs> some would say. When I think I where they got that one from. When I think Louisiana Lafayette, I think a couple years ago, a, t- a lineup full of steroids. 
and big beard and yes. mammo mammo when Ole Miss went in there and beat them I was like oh my god this team lost 2014 they were they stacked. were unbelievable it you was could like almost an, smell an the beer of Game of yeah you could almost smell the beer coming out of this like watching it on tv it was just reeking of bush it light. looked like a bunch of 30 year old like just what do you what's that dude like chopped wood and like big lumberjacks lumberjacks paul bunyan paul bunyan there's a bunch of paul bunyan there we go there we go. Shout out to Paul Bunyan. Shout out Lumberjacks. <laughs> um, all right. America. Oh, we already did American. Let's go Conference USA. Conference USA is loaded. We saw the talent they had last year. I've already said Louisiana Tech's going to Omaha, though. Give me the Bulldogs to win the Conference USA. Wait, they can come in second and still go to Omaha. That's true, but I, I believe in the team. But there's teams like Southern Miss and Charlotte, Old Dominion, Florida. Uh, I always forget. Is Florida, is FAU or FIU better? I think FAU. Yeah. But FIU, FIU used to be really good. Um, but what's his name? The, um, his son is a, is a, is a prospect. Um, he's a catcher prospect. His dad is the head coach at FIU. Oh, my God. What's his name? Um, he went from, um, he went, came from that Alabama school. Then Alabama about? State. Alabama State. What Melinda? I don't know. Mer- Mer- Mervin Melinda went from Al- the the yellow and black team, Alabama State. The yeah, yellow it's jacket. Alabama State. Yeah, head coach from there went to FIU. We talked about this two years ago. How they always had a bunch of Latin players at Alabama State. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. And he went to FIU, which was literally where half his players were coming from. And we t- we talked about how FIU could be really good in the future. This is his like second full, third full recruiting cycle. So FIU could be on the upcoming. His son was committed there, but he ended up getting drafted first round. Um, so FIU is good. But I would say FAU is historically better. Right. I think you remember that dude. Originals. Hey, what was that kid's name? He was a freshman last year. Hit like four home runs or something. Pen, uh, Pen, Pender, Pender, Pendleton. Pendleton. Yes. Hit two. First two college yes. at bats hit two grand, grand slams in the same inning. In the same, in the same inning. inning. Yes. I was Shout out to that dude. Yeah. I think he ended up struggling the last part of the year, but I mean I, I, everyone would. That's yeah. your pinnacle. There's <laughs> like there's no way you to go up eclipse that. Yeah. Everything's downside. Yeah. I'm walking off the field. <laughs> going to the party deck, grabbing some That's that's right. whenever you just sit out the next two years until you're draft eligible. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. One inning of college baseball. The Kyrie Irving of college baseball. Oh, <laughs> um, All right. Wow. All Who right. would have thought we would have, we would shout out Kyrie Irving and shout Paul Bunyan in the same Irving. episode? Who would have thunk? Who would yep. have thought? Uh, Conference USA. I refuse to take Southern Miss, little brother. Um, I'd love to take UAB, but uh, they're not very good. I'm also taking the Diamond Dogs, Louisiana Tech. Love it. Dimitri, go ahead. Give me UNC Charlotte. Both also guys. Great. Also the Niners. Charlotte last year, Ben, we talked about this. They had this interesting strategy going on. They were super data analytical. They were mm-hmm. super analytical in um, exit velos and all that stuff. And the way the, I remember watching a video, the way they constructed their lineup was really interesting. I'm not a huge analytical guy. I'm not a huge fan of that. I think play your best players. Don't worry about the numbers. Um, 
but whatever because when you're those kind of programs you got to find a way to get an advantage over some of these other bigger schools that might have more money you got to find a way to recruit a guy that might be overlooked could be really good long story short i think charlotte got something really good going on there and i think this year they're the team that takes that next step to win that conference championship bonus question for you dimitri what what regional did charlotte go to last year east carolina uh-uh. I mean, uh, they went to Old, Old Dominion went to uh, South Carolina because South Carolina, mm-hmm. Old Dominion hosted in Columbia. Charlotte went to where does Charlotte go to? It was an electric regional. It was great. Tennessee, your time is up. They it played was, in Tennessee. I also no, picked Liberty, State Liberty and Duke and Rice State were at Tennessee. Wait, did I just get that wrong? Yeah. Ooh, Liberty, your, time Duke, and, your time is your up. Fucking, your fucking time oh. is up. Your fucking time is up. Wait, where did they go? I, 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 I too thought it was Charlotte. So No, Liberty Liberty boat raised Duke there, and then Rice State made, lost You're right. to Tennessee. You're 100% right. Oh, my God. Can we cut this out, Josh? Can we cut yeah. this part? Nope. Big Tweet goof. it. Tweet it, <laughs> please. Goof. Clip it. Big goof on our part. Where'd they go? Hold on. Time out. Let's take a 30-second timeout. Where did they go? Charlotte went to East Carolina. Who are we, who are we even talking that about? That actually right sounds right. Campbell and Charlotte. No, Campbell was at State. Mississippi State. State. Oh, you're right. With, so Charlotte... with, uh, with VCU. Yes. You know there's listeners right now just screaming at us because they know what the answer yes, is. Yes, hundred percent. Oh my god! And we're supposed I think to be it's the experts. East Carolina, dude. What are we talking about here? That sounds wait, right. Wait, did Charlotte go to hey, Florida? Hey, hey, Dimitri was right. They were at Aaron. ACU. Dude, I'm sorry. Maryland, 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 Maryland made it too. Maryland, I'm East Carolina, Vandy. Right. Trivia, regional. Sure, you name it, I'm yes. always right. Wow. Dimitri was right. Give him some mascots. He'll listener, probably get those listener, right listener, take out money from your savings account. Put them on my regional pick. Put them on my golden spike pick. <laughs> I am a winner. You either okay. got or you don't. Yeah. I mean, some are born great. <laughs> Des, who's your pick for the look, conference? I, I look, I'm going to keep it nice and easy. I'm a diamond dog through and through. But shout out Coach Cruz and Rice having us out there a couple weeks ago. Fuck it. I'm not a diamond dog anymore. Give me the owls. Chaos. I'll buy an owl as well for my zoo. <laughs> We've added USA. food to the Apollo Zoo today. Anteater and hey, owl. Coach Cruz, Coach Cruz, clip this. I'm talking directly. You win. You win. I'm buying an owl. Uh, I'll name it after wow. you. Hey, was it Victor Cruz Jr.? What's his name? No, Jose Cruz. Victor Cruz is a wide receiver. Us. Yeah, he just followed us on Instagram a couple days ago. Yeah. Or Twitter. He's on Cruz. Shout out to that guy. Um, he shot. He had us out for a little fungo golf and showed us the facilities, and he's gonna I turn around. So we we hope we were hoping our guy Berkman would get the job, but hey, uh, hey, Houston Baptist. He's a husky now. Before rocking the over. salty gray hair. Hey Ben. Speaking of that, I wonder what made Rice pick Jose Cruz over Berkman. I know. I know oh, the full story. Yeah, we can't we talk can't, about. We it. can't talk. Yeah. Uh, off off, off camera, air. I'll tell you because I talked. So Rice's pitching coach is now the pitching coach at Mercer, and he told me the whole story. It's crazy. Um, hey, before we hop to the next conference, can we give a brief lowdown on the Apollo Zoo? I've got the list of animals. We got ducks, <laughs> anteaters, owls. St. Bernard, uh, Bernard and a camel. And, and a camel. camel. 
Jesus, man. So listeners, Could you imagine you an want. Omaha with all of those teams and we literally have to buy a zoo? It's the movie. We'll take out zoo. another loan. It's the <laughs> we'll Apollo Zoo, loan. not Apollo H-O-U. It's yeah. Apollo Zoo. People are going to come to Houston now instead hey. of the Houston Zoo. It's going to be the Apollo I mean, Zoo. The Apollo yep. Zoo sounds like a fan club. Yeah. Print the shirts. Print the shirts. The Apollo Zoo. That's actually a great shirt idea. Wow. Des. We put an animal of everyone, Apollo Zoo, college baseball. Do we cut it off at the beginning of the season? Like, these are the teams? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. We, okay. Right, so right, we'll so how many do we have? Those are your, those are your teams so for the whole year. We need to go three more. Three more before the season starts. Okay. We I added mean, two is, today, so it's not hard. We're about to have a Noah's Ark situation here. Can we, can we, can we, ha- can we throw a golden gopher in there? That sounds sick. Are those real? We are we gopher? big Minnesota guys. We'll buy a gopher and then maybe if they win the Big Ten, if Minnesota that, wins that the leads Big us Ten, to the next we're getting a gopher. That, we're gonna go Look Big at Ten segue next. Dimitri. <laughs> they don't call him that for nothing. Wow, dude, one of the worst <laughs> business models in in U.S. history. The segue. You guys remember those? Yeah, those, yeah, those burned out real quick. Um, but yeah, let's go Big Ten now. I'm gonna say I'm gonna stay very chalky here. What Nebraska showed me in the Arkansas regional showed me everything I need. They're returning a lot of their a lot of their bats. But they're losing. They lost a bunch too. Which yeah, is but unfortunate. They're gonna have they're gonna have what it takes to win the Big Ten. I I don't think the Big Ten is gonna be relevant much this year, but Nebraska definitely showed me that they were a baseball school last year. I'm gonna go with the Huskers. Uh, update on our Golden Gopher pet. They went six and thirty-one last year. So put them on the list. Yeah, I'm taking no. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with Nebraska as well. I don't have a lot of faith in this conference. Nebraska was the best team last year. I'm gonna put my faith in them. I I brought up Golden Gopher, but dude, fuck, fuck <laughs> them. I'm not picking them. Six. I'm going. I'm going with the Indiana Hoosier. Indiana last year, dude. They just gave me they're. they're you know what? I'm not even going to explain myself. Indiana, end of story. Okay. I have Nebraska on my list, but Dimitri really got me on the last segment about just taking everything out of my savings and putting it on his picks. So I'm going to ride with him. Indiana. Love that. Would it be influential there, D? Um, oh, my God. Just put Indians. Rest in peace. More like the Guardians now. Um, Commanders, dude, dude, Commander. Dude, that that makes oh, yeah. me oh. so mad. Makes me so <laughs> mad. It's so bad. So bad. Guardian, and now Washington is the commander. Commanders, dude, they're the Redskins. Red they're the Redskins. They should, they should have been the, the Commodores. Commodores like Vandy, not the. Commanders. They should have just stayed with the football team. Let's I loved real. it too. Yeah, I, was, I, fell, I, I thought it was dumb, and I fell in love with it. I was like, this kind of. Can cool. we take a step back from that? They should have just stayed the Redskins. Ooh, and don't say the R word. Don't say the R word. Uh, <laughs> all right, we got, uh, let's see, four more conferences, the, the top four in our opinion. We'll go Pac-12 next. Um, wow. Pac-12, I think, is going to be loaded, but I'm going to go with the Cardinal, Stanford. I want to say Oregon, but I've got them in Omaha. Uh, I'm going to go. Usually, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll go Oregon State. It's 2016 all over again. I'm going with. Um, hey, bet, bet. You know how much I, I how much UCLA pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it again to myself. Give me the Bruins. Thought about it. I have Stanford in Omaha, but I'm gonna go Oregon so I can buy a duck or one step closer to getting a duck. 
Big Dunk Guys. That's Big the first guys. conference I think we picked all four different teams. Look at yeah. us. Look at us. Um, would you just look no, at us? Yeah. Would you just look at us? Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? thought? Um, ACC, I feel like we're going to all pick separate teams. I'm saying Florida State. I've talked myself into the cinnamon rolls. Um, give, me, give me Florida State, Mike Martin Jr. Notre Dame, home run Jesus. Dude, Ben, did you notice we didn't, when we were talking about the ACC earlier, we didn't even speak one second about Louisville. I know. I don't trust them. I don't trust them. Me and Des called them frauds all last year. We called them frauds all last year. We weren't wrong. Huge F words. I'm about to be on that train. I like that. I'm going to go with, give me Virginia Cavaliers. Hey, people forget last year in this same episode, we did our Omaha 8, and I picked Virginia to go to Omaha. It looked like a dead pick until about May 1st. Then they turned it up, made it to Omaha. So I like it. Yeah, major, major hat tip to you there because I was clowning you for a little bit, and then I was like, all right, whatever. This is boring. Virginia sucked. He was wrong. And there came the Wahoo Wah. They're like their basketball team, right? Like. Here comes March. Virginia's like, uh, it's not a sexy pick, but then it just They're never a sexy pick. It's never sexy. They're they're, they're never sexy. But they get it done. <laughs> uh, I play- got I got my true champion. My one true champion. Shining moment. My NC my State. one true champion. All right. So we all we all disagreed there. We got a I mean, what is four out of Wait. six? We got a one fourth shot. I mean, podcast that, is right? Prestige, right? Wait, who did Dev pick? It's NC State. State. The runner-up from last year. Yeah. The true champion. Big 12 now. Big 12 is going to be a lot of fun. There's three or four teams. Obviously, we have Texas, Texas Tech, or uh, Oklahoma State, TCU. Baylor is going to be a lot better this year. But at the end of the day, I think the Texas Longhorns from top to bottom, they're not going to lose any Big 12 series, I don't think. Just with their starting rotation. Hey, can we just break something up real quick? Just change the flavor here. Dev is a pinky drinker. Oh, yeah. He's a lotion, lotion wear pinky oh, drinker. Oh, man. He's oh, got yeah. the pinky yeah. up. Gotta have the flare, bro. Gotta have the yeah. flare at all, all times. If you wanna see the pinky flare, go ahead and type in youtube.com and go to the Apollo Podcast Network. Good plug. YouTube. Good plug. Great plug. All right. Anyway, Big 12. I, I really want to say Oklahoma State, but I, I just have more faith in Texas. Reverse Dang. jinx. Did you go Texas too? Yeah, I went Texas. Did you also say they're not going to lose Big 12 series all year? Yeah. Augie Garrido's not there anymore, bud. Listen, He's not man. there to give them their electric speech. Yeah, they won't need it this year. Give me the... Texas Tech. The pokes. <laughs> Wait, whoa. No, Oklahoma State. Oh, well, you can't go. Whoa. I'm just thinking like, Texas Tech, Red Raiders. Yeah, they do the shots, Pistol like Pete. the shotties, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Pokes? they're the Cowboys. You can't no. do this. Red yeah, Raiders go back there. Too. That's, 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 that's Tech. This is different. This could be robbing a bank or maybe Oklahoma but it's, State. But it's like. You see, that, I think Dimitri was kind of hedging Pistol a bit, Pete. right? This yeah. is without saying anything so he could get both. He got two picks in there. You're gonna have to go to the hey, Apollo Podcast of, Network YouTube for that. You need to. Uh, you need to. This is you gotta have the flare. There's a flare here. There is the, a flare. 
This is straight up poke poke cowboy poo 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 pow pow. We need, pow. Our, we need our listeners to tune in to see if Dimitri was trying to double. We gotta go instant hit. replay. Yeah, yeah, we gotta. Is there a thirty degree angle VAR, on the shot? What's it called when cowboys used to walk ten steps, turn around, and shoot each other? Duel, a duel, yeah. duel. Mexican standoff, right? Uh, I mean, no, it's just a duel. Just That's a racist. Duel. I mean, if you want to throw okay. stones in a glass house, Tony, sure. I mean, Mexican we've already used off. the R Sorry. word and the and the Mexican word. We don't say that. We don't say that. We are a uh, multi-diversity here. A Mexican Producer Josh said Mexican standoff is three people. We just is that like from Saturday the office? Night. We just call office. that a Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that what they do in the, the office when they're pointing guns at each other in a triangle. Yeah. Um, so right, last to conference, clear, did Dimitri take Oklahoma State there with the guns? Yes, <laughs> he did. officially, okay. he took Oklahoma State. <laughs> I'm just going to assume Dez is taking Texas. I got, yes, okay. I don't think they're gonna not not gonna win every single game We're or series in the Big 12. That. that was that was outrageous. I can't I even say it. that. You said that though, yeah. Um, last conference. I mean, it's the it's the juggernaut. It just SEC. means more. Hey, it just means it more. Just means more. Hey, as we have to make SEC a trip guy, to. I'm going last. All right, we're okay. we're um we got to make a trip to Hoover this year. I've never been. It, it's a bucket list thing. I went to Omaha last year. Hoover's right up there with it. Um, I'm gonna start it off. I think LSU's going to win it. I can see it now. You know, team of destiny kind of thing. Give me LSU, but it was tough. It was a very tough decision. I'll go in in a stony spot. Uh, it's the year of Joe Burrow, right? It just feels like anything mm-hmm. that Joe Burrow touched, breathe oh, no, on. Ohio it, it State happens. claimed him. Ohio State claimed him already. That that is that's fair. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go LSU. I I have Arkansas written down, and then I have a little little circle with LSU, a little artwork. I'm gonna go LSU. Hey, you know what that sounds like? Bonte Mac, no matter what. Yep. Yeah, it Sticky does. Note. Hey, shout out to that movie. SEC, SEC. Wait, so you're going LSU? Going LSU. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Also, can we just can we just talk about the fact that we're gonna sit here and Stoney's gonna choose Mississippi State at the end? Like, why are hey, we letting hey, why are we yeah, letting the episode end with just that? Wait, yeah, guys. we're not doing that. All just right. wait, guys. Oh, teaser. Dimitri, Dimitri go ahead. You know how you see he wants to start talking Mississippi State. He starts freezing. He starts lagging because this shit knows. This shit knows. Big Brother's watching. Yeah. Studio restream. This app knows you have to filter out misinformation. Mississippi State. Dimitri, I just want you to pick your pick so I can tell you and shock the world here. Now, now you got me all be flustered. We mean shock the world. Like, what do you mean shock the world? He's going to choose Vanderbilt. We're, we're going to find out. You I can't make shock the world with Vanderbilt. <laughs> thing now what do you mean shock the world um Just my go. pick my pick is, is oh my god I, I wish i wish there were just some <laughs> random team like kentucky or auburn that could actually be pretty good and i just throw them out there but i'm gonna go with the damn why is this so hard give me Ole miss i'll be a shower with you dimitri Beer showers are illegal. Give me Ole Miss. They know how to party. Shout out Ole Miss. 
All right, guys. Resident SEC guy here until next year when Des decides to join the clan. Uh, it went easy on that word, too. Oh. Producer, shut that. Oh, my God. Got it. Bleep it. <laughs> that was bad. He's joining a club, SEC, the conference. It means Sorry. more. It just means more. <laughs> yeah, we are canceled, Josh. Uh, I'm not taking Mississippi State. I'm not taking Vanderbilt. You're taking Kentucky. Let's go. I'm taking the Texas A&M fight Aggies. Wow. Wow. You could have given me 14 guesses. I wouldn't have said that. Coach. Track the world. I mean, it would be super impressive if A&M rolled through the conference this year. And, and again, we're, this is regular season titles, right? Yeah, we're not doing, we're not doing the conference. Right. Because that's where it gets a little yeah. – a little, I don't know, a little different, but conference tournament in the SEC literally means nothing for the top eighteen. Correct. <laughs> it means more except for the tournament. Then it doesn't mean. Yeah, anything. it's just get our guys out like, of here. No. Like Hoover, Hoover is like everyone's like, oh, I want to go to Hoover. I'm like, yeah, Hoover's cool, but dude, it Arkansas. literally almost means nothing. Arkansas spent all their good baseball on Hoover I last year. Said less than five minutes ago, I wanted to go to Hoover. Are you talking to me? Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. I said I want waste, to go to Hoover. It's a waste of a trip. Yeah. Wow. All right. So go, shout go to it. some other conference tournament where you see a real dog pile, real excitement. Teams like holy shit, we're going to regional. Can't wait to see selection show. Like that's more meaningful than the SEC tournament. Can we can we talk about how we're going to do a road show? Not this season, but next season, and we're going to hit all these SEC spots. Yeah. That's what. That's the. That's the goal. That's the goal. To so host all the tailgates. listeners out there, tailgates. Hosting tailgates in the Grove, in the swamp, yeah. at the box, maybe at Mississippi State. We could throw them a bone. I don't know. Not my I'll, champion. I'll go by myself. I don't <laughs> mind. Look, that's what we're doing. Road shows, road shows, and tailgates. Stop. We're gonna get a little whistler. We're gonna get some. Uh, we're gonna get some one-star reviews now. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, somebody's somebody's gonna, somebody is gonna give us a one-star review on iTunes just because they did that. I know that. And it's going to be a Mississippi State fan. I'll, hey, I'll Josh, Josh, yeah. clip it, cut it out, cancel, whatever you delete. How many times have we been canceled today? We've been canceled five times. Three. Okay, Th fair. Three to five. Um, well, I guess we should wrap this up before we get canceled anymore. Wait, I thought this was trivia? a great episode. Wait, where's trivia? I didn't have any trivia prepared. Go, go find a question real quick. Okay. It's like um, a margarita. He may take 20 minutes. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I could come up with a question off the top of my head. Um, what was the last year Southern Miss made the College World Series? Gross. Besides that question, another one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dimitri's phoning a friend, not the yeah. first. Let's say 2003. 2009. Um, what is Cal State Northridge's mascot? The Mastodon. No. No. Oh, Northridge is the. They're the mountains. This is the ridge. Northridge. No. no. I think they're the Matadors. The Matadors, I don't even know. not Mastodon, Matador. They are the Matadors. Yeah. Um, I said that wrong. One more. All right, one more. Uh, what do you guys want? Like a player question, coach question, team question, college World Series question, Golden Spikes question? Let's wrap it with When's a the last World time Series a player question? from Mercy University won Golden Spikes? 2016. Dollars. I actually saw him yesterday. I, him and I hung out. For do you want to name hours. drop? 
You want a name drop? Name drop. Like name you guys drop. friends. That's name cool. Drop. Kyle Lewis. Fan of the program. Oh, he yeah. had to say. He still had to big, say it. Big fan of the podcast. Got the Kyle Lewis mid-major player of the year. Um, here's a Future trivia guess. question. Future guest. Oh, no doubt. A hundred percent. He said he's in. Um who who all right, here who won the uh who won the Golden Spikes in 2011? No Googling. I'm going to Google it because I don't know. Dude, you can't do that. Is rule number Taylor like, That's like rule number seven of trivia. Is it a South Carolina? You can't, ask, you can't ask the question you don't know the answer to. Well, I didn't have any questions prepared. Is it a South Carolina kid? 2011. Give me, give me Mark Appel from Stanford. You never oh, won. That's it. a really good guess. Oh, no, we can't say that. We're going to get canceled again. I Googled it. Can't oh, say no. that. Oh we, wow! We can't okay. say that guy's name. Yeah. Um, it rhymes with. All right, we'll we'll do 2013 Golden Spice. Wait, wait. What did it rhyme with? Uh, Tyler. Tyler. Uh, um, yeah, flower. Tyler Flower. Yeah, the it, catcher for the Braves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes with that. Not really. I guess Tyler doesn't rhyme with it. Yeah, but. Tyler does. Yeah, I mean, Tyler. I don't even know who that is. Skyler, Skyler Bowser. No, I cool. think I think there's a pitcher at Stanford like Skyler Bowser or something. Dimitri, it's uh the the Trevor Bowser the guy from yeah there it is. <laughs> that guy that guy. All right, we're going Tyler 2013. Do not rhyme. Yeah, I know. Ben, it's an ben inside Houston a joke. Yeah. It's an inside Houston joke. Um, 2013 Golden Spikes winner. AJ Reed. Nope. He never won it, did he? He was a finalist. Yeah, no, he won uh, it in 2014. 14. What year? 2013. MLB player in my heart. 2013. Oh, MLB player. Sophomore yeah. year. Uh, World Series champion in the. Okay. Um, rookie uh, of the year. I think oh. he also won an MVP. Chris Bryant. Yep. Yeah. Shout out Aztecs. Chris Bryant, huh? Yeah. No, not Aztecs. Toreros. Toreros, yeah. Shout I'll come. I'll come better prepared next week for some trivia. We might actually do like a ten round trivia next week. I think that'll be fun. You just got to give me more time. I, I had right. a week off, off the top <laughs> of your dome. Pretty. Pretty impressive. I was just thinking of random stuff. I didn't know the answer to most of them. Um, <laughs> anyways, we'll cut the show there. Um, appreciate everybody listening. Go give us reviews on on iTunes and Spotify. Five stars, all please. that. Oh, here we go. Josh has one last trivia question. Last player from a school in Texas to win the Golden Spikes. Um, Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> last, last. I don't. Even, he didn't even play baseball. For he played in That's the whole point. <laughs> wow, this is tough. This is stumping me. Um, I'm thinking of the closer or reliever from Texas. Street. Houston Street. No, he didn't get it. He didn't get it. No, he Roger Clemens. He probably should have. I'm. It's got to be like early 2000s. No. You would think. Golly. Um, I'm going through like these TCU teams in the past and like Texas Tech, 
Dude. Oh, Texas. oh, 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 oh. I think I know this. I think it's um Jennings from Baylor. What's his name? Jason Jennings. There it is. Jason Jennings, 1999, Baylor. Wow. And Whoa. hey, my hands were up the whole Your time. Hands were up I didn't the Google time. Oh, no. Didn't we Google it. fair and accurate. Yeah. Yeah. That was wow. impressive. Jason was, Jennings, that unlocks a lot of memories. When, right Everyone talked to my therapist this week. When, that was uh, three. When I was going through the Texas schools, I said TCU and I said Baylor. Wow, the only one ever. That can't be true. Texas wow. had one Golden Spikes. Baylor is the only school in Texas that I guess has won a Golden Spikes award. Maybe it's that changes this year. A statue yet? Unbelievable. I just remember Jason Jennings was the first name that came to my head when Baylor, like, because I was going TCU then Baylor, and I knew he was a two-way guy that dominated on both sides. So I thought he won it. That's good. That's good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come next week with more. There's going to be a couple Golden Spikes questions, couple maybe regional slash super regional questions, Dude, ben, coach questions, do, team can questions. We do, can we do trivia? Like, we can do all the college baseball trivia, but if we're, uh, if we're going to do trivia, I want it to actually be like trivia with like all kinds of shit and all four of us, but we need, we need a moderator. We need a person to be asking the question. Because Producer if Josh. more of us are going to compete. Producer Josh. Producer Josh. I actually love that idea. I and also we should we, probably we, open up to the DMs. We'll open the DMs and and yeah. get some. You yeah, know, we some, we some close fan. down. Yeah, yeah. we well, don't get to look at the DMs that. See it though, so we don't get to look at the DMs that day, and Josh gets to see him. Fair, I like that. I'm all for it. On honor code, we can do. We can create a Twitter account called the Eleven Point Seven Trivia DM. Trivia. Let Josh there. run it. And yep. Let Josh run it. Yep. Cool. Um, but that wraps up the show. I thought all in all, it was a fun show. I was glad, I'm glad we had all four of us here. It's going to be a dynamic season with us two weeks away from when we're recording this. So when you're listening to it Sunday slash Monday, it'll be less than 10 days away from the college baseball season. I can't wait. I know you guys can't wait. You guys enjoy your Friday nights. We'll be back next week. See you later. Peace out. Peace.